You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. So this week is episode 99. I am back. This is a live episode. I'm recording on Sunday for Tuesday, so we're back on schedule And I hope you really enjoyed the War of Art series as well as the Cosmic Energy Report for Virgo season. I really feel like as much as I would like to say that it's all fun and moving forward, what I'm really feeling the last few days is almost a weight on me and I felt very emotional. This feeling is coming along with the energy of reflection and a bit of that mercury retrograde energy the biggest thing is noticing patterns of where i feel stagnant or what i am avoiding this kind of ties in with the theme i already had planned i wasn't sure if i was going to do this for the 100th episode which will be next week or for this week and i think it'll be talking about the 100th episode and getting there but I think I have another just kind of new idea for that one so we're here today and we're going to be talking about consistency compared to allowing yourself to work or move forward when you're inspired this came up a few weeks ago shortly after the disappointment theme I heard a lot of people talking about two sides of the same thing. The phrase we'll use as like the coin, if we're going to say two sides of the same coin, is consistency is key. Now, as a Capricorn, I do have things that I feel this is important for. Same with like having ADHD. There are some times when I need that structure and that consistency. But what I was realizing around the time that I did a live for this, topic was that it doesn't work for everything and it doesn't work for everyone. I was getting frustrated because I wasn't moving forward. I wasn't creating art like I had been talking about. And as we all know, which I say all the time, I really don't like hearing myself say something over and over again when I'm not doing it. I don't like when there's no action following my words. And so I started looking at the patterns of what was happening when I either had the opportunity to work on something that I wanted to, like to do art or to show up live and what was stopping me. And often it was me saying like it wasn't the time that I had other things scheduled. And that got me on a path of thinking about why I was allowing myself to have that same excuse over and over and over again. And what really came up was that commitment to something and consistency are not necessarily the same and they don't necessarily apply to everything because 
every situation, every task, everything you're trying to apply them to has its own context and a dynamic that is unique to your personal being and that thing. So while I've been talking a lot about finding balance and starting to focus more on the process and progress instead of the end result, which did come up in the War of Art episodes, I realized that I'm not going to find a balance if I just keep doing the same things and being disappointed. What I realized is that you have to choose one or the other. You have to either commit to doing something consistently or commit to doing it when the inspiration comes. Now, obviously, there are exceptions to both of these things. And what I noticed more so for the consistency piece was that when I decided I was going to put more energy into doing art again, I started taking my Thursdays off thinking, okay, well, if I have the space for it, I will create. But what was happening was I was feeling the inspiration throughout the week or getting little hints of ideas. But then when Thursday would roll around, I just wouldn't be feeling inspired. I would end up doing other things, which is fine. I felt good about accomplishing like a little bit of stuff around in my apartment or doing grocery shopping, but I still wasn't creating. And sometimes it was because I was exhausted because I knew I was going to have Thursday off. So I would be doing a lot of work the beginning of the week. And I realized this isn't sustainable and it's actually not helping. It's not actually helping me move forward and progress in my art practice. It's just kind of messing up my schedule. I still took the Thursdays, but the realization I had was that if I was going to commit to doing things when I was inspired, I've said that before. I've said that that would be what I would do, but what would happen was I would get inspired on like a Tuesday and I'd be like, oh, well, I have these other things on my list that I need to do. I realized, well, I was the one who made that schedule. There are some things that I have, like meetings or particular deadlines that I'm working towards, but for the most part, my general schedule is my own. Why couldn't I do the art on Tuesday when I'm inspired and then just do a little bit of work on Thursday. I had made things so strict for myself that there was no flexibility and I was actually creating barriers when the whole intention of taking Thursday off was to harness my creativity and to actually make space for it. Consistency was not really the motivating factor for that particular task. Now, when I talk about consistency is key and how that does work for me, obviously I'm here on a Tuesday. Almost every single Tuesday for since January of 2021, I put out at least one episode. Have there been exceptions? Sure. But again, like I said, there's exceptions for everything. I don't let myself get away with it for very long. I have decided that I was going to do this podcast weekly. I made that commitment. And for the most part, I've followed through. The same with Card Pull Friday. That's my like social thing of the week, even though it's just me talking on social media, but I get to hear your feedback. When I do the podcast, I do, of course, get some comments, but I do this because I 
want to share what's on my mind. And I appreciate seeing that people are downloading the episodes and listening. But Card Pull Friday is where I'm kind of more front facing. It allows people to see the face behind the voice, right? Because a lot of people who follow me on Instagram also listen to the podcast and vice versa. It's a little more vulnerable because while the podcast I edit, I don't edit Carnival Friday, right? I just post it as is. And so it's a little bit of balance because I'm connecting with people both ways, but they're very different ways. The podcast gives me a little bit more time. I sit for longer. I have time to collect my thoughts. It gives me the opportunity to really fully explore something. Whereas when I'm going live to share a couple of cards, I don't usually want to be on for too long because I want people to be able to just quickly listen or watch and then go about their day. So there's different intentions behind them. And so while that works for me, the consistency, anything that's more creative, it doesn't work for me. And I had to really just accept that. Even showing up live, I kept saying I was going to show up live more often when I had ideas or inspirations. But then when the inspirations would come, I would be in the middle of something else or I would be like, my hair looks bad. And I started just, even if I don't do a full live, I just go on my stories. And you know what? I had an experience. (laughs) This is actually really funny. Talking about consistency. For a long time, I worked for the fashion company and I would dress up when I was in my like management roles. And I worked like quite a few hours when I was working there. People would see me dressed up pretty regularly. I stopped working there a couple of years ago when I switched over to doing a job that was more remote from home. It was pretty consistent where I was just kind of now in my comfy clothes, right? Like a lot of us, I was just, you know, putting my hair up, maybe doing my eyebrows before I left the house, but not much more than that. And just t-shirts and sweatpants or jeans or whatever. Then when I did my photo shoot, which a lot of you have seen the photos on Instagram with Tara, I came back and I was walking in the door and I was dressed up, obviously, and I didn't think much of it. And I opened the door and one of my neighbors, who I see pretty regularly, was like, oh, you still live here? And I was so confused because I was like, I'm pretty sure I just saw you outside the laundry room like last week. And so I thought he was joking at first, but by his face, I was like, he's not joking. And I thought to myself, oh, well, our parking spots used to be close together and I don't have my car right now. So I was like, oh, well, I haven't had my car since December. And he's kind of like, oh, well, I just haven't seen you around. So I thought you moved and he kind of just like left. And as I was walking, I was like, oh my God, he actually thinks I'm a different person (laughs) when I'm not dressed up and I don't wear makeup. This kind of shifted my perspective of like, well, I felt fine to leave the house all those times. And A, Maybe I look like a troll and I should actually think about how I look when I leave. But also, if I was fine to go about my day and go for the walks because I wanted to go for a walk, why does it matter? I started realizing like, well, if that's my barrier to showing up online, that doesn't make sense either because I still was having conversations with my neighbors. I was still, you know, I've been interacting with humans and no one's been running away. And then I realized it was my own self-imposed barrier and that like, consistency doesn't have to be one thing or the other. It's just how you feel the best in order to do what you want to do. So for going for walks, if it feels better for me to just do my eyebrows and mascara just so I feel decent and put on a t-shirt and go, then that's what I'm going to do, right? And so the same with showing up online. And so I actually feel a lot better about that. And then on the other side of it, 
when I'm thinking about art now, I have to be completely committed to show up when I'm inspired. And so, for example, a couple of weeks ago, there was this one, I think it was a Sunday or a Monday, and I just got this idea. I just really wanted to make a print. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And I did. And guess what? It was really fun and it got me motivated to do it again. Did I work a little bit on that Thursday? Yeah, I did, but I didn't feel bad about it because I had given myself space earlier in the week to do something that really fulfilled me. And what I started doing was bringing back some of the concepts from The Artist's Way, which really, honestly, The Artist's Way, Big Magic and War of Art work really well in tandem where they each have a certain aspect that they really own and then kind of touch on the others. With The Artist's Way, I realized I haven't been taking myself on artist dates. I'm not really in a place where the morning pages are priority. I still do try to jot down a little bit every day, but that's not feeling as important to be consistent about. That's something that is more inspired right now. But I realized I needed to start doing things to inspire myself by being in different environments. And all I did for my artist date was a couple of weeks in a row, I went to the art supply store and bought things for my art. I only had one, maybe two of each of the blocks that I was using for carving. And I kept avoiding using them because I was like, I don't want to waste them until I have a good idea. And then I realized, well, how am I going to get a good idea if I don't try? I haven't used these tools in so long. What I did with the first day was I went and I bought more blocks so that I would physically have the materials and they were less precious that way. By doing that a couple weeks in a row, I'm now on my third print in a month, I think. And that's unheard of. I haven't done anything in like a year. Actually, yesterday, same with last Saturday. Turns out two Saturdays in a row. (laughs) Who knew? But I had planned to work and just wasn't feeling it and ended up working on a new print. And now today I'm getting back to work stuff. I was originally going to record this yesterday, but here we are. That is something that I've realized now is that it's not that we have to be 100% consistent or that we have to only act when inspired, but we need to be committed to whatever we choose. That's the main thing that has come up for me is that when I consider everything that's important to be important, I need to prioritize this somehow. I do have the privilege of working from home, working remotely, and not having a specific schedule for the most part. So like I realize this is not as accessible to people who have a full-time job and a family. I also live alone. But the key is to find what is going to be achievable for you. Maybe for you, consistency, let's say if you were doing a podcast, would be doing one per month. That's it. That's your commitment is to have one episode per month. And you know what? By the end of the year, you have 12 episodes. So if somebody finds you at the end of the year, they have 12 episodes to listen to. And I think this comes back to like a lot of the things we were talking about with the disappointment around comparing yourself to like other people's expectations. My expectations for myself are somewhat ridiculous. And I know this. When I talk to my brother and like my best friend, I've talked about this before. They're both air signs. My brother, Cole is a Libra. He is very creative. He's also very committed to things that he is passionate about. And that is something I admire. My friend Lindsay is 
a Gemini. When she's really interested in something or when she has like relationships that are important to her, she is really committed to them. And so they both have this quality. But what they're always pointing out to me is that I say that I'm lazy all the time. I'll be like, okay, I want to do this, 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 but I'm lazy, so I'm just going to do this. And they're like, okay, but you're always doing something. <laughs> like you're always doing more and nobody expects you to do it. It's just you. This, again, is different for every person. Like I was saying in the beginning, everything has a different dynamic. Each person is going to have a different dynamic. So maybe you do bi-weekly card pulls, right? Or like maybe you just do something that's seasonal. Maybe you do four episodes a year right? And you just say, this is my spring episode. This is my fall episode. And you know what? That is something that you're going to achieve. Again, by the end of the year, you can look back and see what you were talking about for each of those episodes. And all of this to say that we find time for the things that are important. And I think the biggest disappointment that I feel is when I'm saying I don't have time for something or I'm saying we're going to do something and I'm not making the time. And the reason that disappointment comes up again is that like I haven't followed through on something that I know I could. That potential is still there. This is your opportunity. I feel like Virgo season is very much this for us where we're realizing what is actually important. What am I doing just for the sake of doing it, right? Like what are we doing consistently that we actually don't like doing? That's another big thing. How could we free up some space by getting rid of these things that are making us feel avoidant and stale and resentful? And how do we start to find ways to make space for other things? I think the example that everybody always gives of like how much time we watch Netflix or sit on our phones, like to some extent, I need that. I was making myself feel so guilty for just watching a show when I need to relax, when in reality, my mind is going all the time. Even when I was in those states of rest, which I've talked about before, I was still doing work and I still do sometimes. <laughs> it's okay for me to like want to watch a few episodes, but if I stay up super late just binging a TV show and then I can't get up to do the things that I really wanted to do the next day, then there needs to be a balance there, right? I can't go too far in one extreme or the other. What I've really started doing is looking at all these habits. I take advantage of the fact that I know I will multitask if I'm given the chance, but I do that with something that I want to do that is exciting. So last night I was watching Making the Cut, which is a fashion show where they're designing in a competition. And I love that energy. I was carving a print, like a block while I was watching it. It's just finding ways to incorporate things so that you can commit to the level of consistency or like to what it is that is important to you. But the main thing is to just make sure that you're not setting yourself up for disappointment. During Mercury retrograde, during September, most of this month, we have a chance to kind of revisit these things and look at ourselves with self-love. Like we're all just trying, right? We're all just trying to exist and to get through it. I had a really rough emotional day yesterday and I just sat for a bit and then got out my materials and thought, you know what, I really wanted to make this print. I'm just going to make it and I love watching this show, so I'm going to watch it. And that's what I did. Really look at what your goals are. 
And during this Virgo season, when we're in the list-making mode and we're in the mode to kind of analyze, think about whether they're realistic. Beside each of them, what I would do just to start is think about realistically whether you're more likely to do them consistently and then what frequency that consistency might be or if you're more likely to just need to do them when inspired. And if the case is that you do want to do them when you're inspired, then you're going to make, need to make sure that you can accommodate that. And that's what I've been working on. Now, this might not be the exact second. It might be after the kids go to bed. It might be that weekend when you have some time. You might need to have a balance between the consistency versus inspiration, depending on your situation. The main thing I realized was having a sketchbook or a notepad around. Also then to have the materials available. For a long time, my print stuff was in a tote, underneath another tote, in my closet, which had stuff in front of it. So I was like, why would I do that? Because then obviously when I feel inspired, I'm like, oh, I have to get everything out to make a space for it. We can't all have stuff out all the time, but put it in the top tote. Why is it on the bottom? <laughs> Maybe I don't need all of the materials. Maybe I just need to have the main few materials that I use all the time in a drawer that's convenient or like in a little basket somewhere that I can grab. For example, yesterday when I felt inspired, I had it in a little basket and I just pulled the basket out and started working. Sometimes we make things so exhausting for ourselves when they don't need to be. If it's feeling like you're forcing something, then maybe it's just you don't want to do it, right? And that goes back to going back to your list and seeing what's important. But if something's important, yeah, it's going to be an effort to do it. But I feel like making that effort is probably better than being frustrated on a weekly basis. Just to finish off, part of the inspiration for this episode was realizing I was so close to 100 episodes. And part of what has kept that consistent for me is that I'm being accountable by telling you that it's a weekly podcast and by creating a social media image every week. And really making it so that people know to expect it. I actually get really touched when I happen to skip a week, which is rare. And people message me to say, hey, was there supposed to be an episode? And it makes me feel really good that people are also appreciating that consistency. Because I know as a listener, I like to have something to look forward to. So that could be something to consider as well. If you're doing something that is for others. Think about like what is a good balance for you and for them for when you do these things. It keeps me wanting to be engaged with things that are interesting to me. I've read more books because I'm like, I want to know if there are things to talk about in these books. I have noticed more. I've actually increased my awareness of when my guides are trying to lead me to a topic because I'll hear a phrase and it just sticks in my brain in a different way where I'm like, oh, that's going to be important. And then it will repeat and I'll notice it because I'm really paying more attention. So just know that once you commit to whatever level of consistency or once you commit to acting when inspired, you will find that the more you stick to it, the more ease there is in that path. And I can tell you after doing 100 episodes that it was not that easy in the beginning to come up with something new every week. But now I almost have to like make a list and have notes for different ideas that are simultaneously coming to me because I'm more open and it's become 
less effort because it's just part of my routine now. This past week, I did the Virgo season remote recharge session, which was very powerful. I actually feel like some of the emotional processing I've been doing the last few days is from that because I had some similar themes. And I'm already starting to like tap into a little bit of the Libra energy for the next round of all of that. So if you're interested in receiving the newsletter the same day that the Cosmic Energy Report with Emily comes out, then you can sign up for my newsletter in the show notes or in my bio on Instagram. But thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to episode 100. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.